It's time for Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair in West Reading. Got a question about your vehicle? Give us a call at 610-374-8800 or 888-401-0459. So let's get started with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Here's Tom and Ashley. Hello, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley. Hello. Tom and Ashley are here. Yes, I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm <That's> Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> and we are live today, so we're going to take be taking anyone's phone calls, 610-374-8800. Uh, you can give us a call. Uh, today we're going to be talking about um, buying cars or buying a new car versus a lease, buy versus lease, new yeah. versus pre-owned. Um, what to look for, what things to consider, um, but we'll be by, we'll be uh, talking about that today. You can call us at our uh, regular number six ten three seven four eight eight zero zero or our eight hundred number eight 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 four zero one zero four five nine. We do not have to talk about cars or um, we well we well, do have to yeah, talk about cars because I don't talk hello, um, but we don't have to talk about buying cars. Any question? Yep. That you have regarding your vehicle, any kind of weird things, noises, questions, whatever. Yeah. So so we wanted to talk about buying a car. Um, you know, like what we look for when we go to buy a car. Right. Um so like I am a very practical person. And yes. Ashley will back that up. Exceptionally I will, practical, I which will is sit to a... <laughs> there and I will contemplate every which angle but you will also research until ad nauseum until you decide until i'm finally like can you please please make please please make a decision about this yes so so i wanted to talk a little bit about what i look at and i really concentrate on like cost of ownership stuff um you know when i i go and look at a car first i have to i have to like it you know you have to like yeah yeah. you can't just See, that's the difference because you are practical, but you are, but you don't buy something just because it's cheap. Exactly. You, I mean, you'll buy, you'll, I mean, I'll do the same thing. I'll buy something that's a little bit more expensive if I know I'm going to love it. Exactly. So, yeah. so I don't mind spending a little bit extra. I mean, that goes for a lot of things I and mean, not just cars, but, but because cars are such an investment, it makes sense to buy the thing that you really, really like instead of, I mean, we know people that they bought a car that they despise and they Mm -hmm. don't want to take care of it they hate driving it you know yeah and then they kick it every time they get out of it because i hate this thing i don't know why i bought this well you know you have to like it so yeah yeah you gotta you gotta like it first but you know before you go and and buy it you might want to look at a couple things right that that really show you the cost of ownership um these newer cars these days are not like old cars. Not and there's, at all. There's a bunch of stuff you really got to watch out for. Yeah. You know, and, and first and foremost is oil changes. Yeah. How much is an oil change going to cost you? Yeah. Yeah, because you get into some of these cars that take like specialty oils and and specialty filters and all that kind of stuff. Well, the caveat to that, someone will say, well, they only say I have to do the oil change every 10,000 miles. So technically, I don't have to do it as frequently. However. However. It's usually twice to three times as much every ten thousand miles. Right, and I would, I would only ever do an oil change at ten thousand miles if it was a brand, brand, brand new engine. Mm-hmm. Just like us humans, the older we get, 
the yeah. more attention we need for like <laughs> our joints and better yeah. nutrition and that kind of fun stuff. So you yeah. really, you know, just have to pay closer attention to those oil changes. But anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted yeah. you. Oh no, no. I mean, on a brand new engine, yeah, they'll they'll go ten thousand miles. No problem. No problem. But as they get older and they start to produce more soot in that, the right. filters clog up faster. Faster. And those mm-hmm. ten thousand miles, they're gonna they're gonna it's going to shrink down pretty quick. Right. You in know, terms of a lot of that dirt stays in there. That right. It doesn't come out. Yeah. So you put that new oil in there and it washes all that dirt down into that brand new filter mm-hmm. and you're already running a clogged, you know, half clogged filter. Semi clogged filter. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but the cause of, the, of an oil change is definitely, I mean, that's one thing that you absolutely must do. Can't not do yeah. is an oil change. Oh yeah. The, the, it absolutely. You know, it, it'll end up costing you a lot more in the long run. These these new engines are not like the old engines. There's a lot of technology in them. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, different hydraulically run things now yeah. inside of them. Well, and the clearances are so they're minuscule. A lot, they're a lot tighter than they used to be. Yeah. So so having like a bunch of dirt in there, you know, and and causing problems from that kind of stuff. Uh, can really add up quick. Yeah. So, you know, you really, if you're looking to keep your costs low, you really want to pay attention to, you know, what type of oil does a car car take? Right. You know, if you're trying to keep, you're trying to buy a car or, or, or truck with a lower cost of ownership, you want to look at something that takes like a regular oil. But most of the, most of the, big trucks now are like the f-series and the 1500 series that you know chevrolet and um gmc they're they're running not necessarily a super specialized oil but they're still Mm -hmm. running a a synthetic yeah so gm actually requires synthetic in all their oil like all their cars and trucks to Mm -hmm. keep your oil to keep the warranty valid on them so they did that a couple years ago they they use a spec specification called uh Dexos. Mm-hmm. So they had Dexos 1 certification. And basically that was, it met GM's synthetic requirement for those vehicles to keep them under under factory warranty. Which, by the way, King King's Auto Repair does do. Yep, we yep, do yep. And all of our... Um, all of our oil changes are um, vehicle manufacturer specific. Yes. So if you, if you, so if you come in with your... Um, you come in with your very brand new um, uh, VW TDI, and you want the d- dinosaur oil. We will yeah, t- we don't do we that. We will tell you no. Yeah. We do the manu- manufacturer specific oil. So, um, but the but for GM, yeah, GM has the Dexos um, qualification to keep the vehicle within warranty. Yep. Especially the powertrain warranty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to buy an engine for those. They're super <laughs> no. expensive. New. No. no. So, Anyway, we have a, a call from Kyle in Reading about uh, so about some oil changes and inspections. So, hello, Kyle. Hello, how are you? We're good. Good, good. So, I have a fleet of vehicles. I own a company, and um, you know the one thing my mechanic always said, and this is a God's honest truth, and I, I think I would hope all the listeners out there understand it. Whether they say seven thousand, ten thousand, three thousand, and it doesn't really matter how much it costs. Overall, oil is cheap. It's a very cheap, inexpensive, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to say fix, but as far as maintaining a car, you know, I still, even with all my vans, I have two brand new ones every 3,000 miles. Because the other thing is, too, once you get your, your, your vehicle in there and it's up on a lift, 
you can look at other things too. So I mean, some yeah. people, you know, if they're going to stretch it out ten thousand miles. I mean, that's a long time yes. for someone not to look at your vehicle. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, someone to not look at your vehicle. And the thing, I mean, I like that you're doing a three thousand mile interval for yours because it's a fleet. Um, which number one, you're not driving it, so you don't know how they're being driven, and exactly. and number two, you don't know how long they're idling. So. <sighs> Sorry, yeah. Noel doesn't have my room. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, let's, okay, so let's let's say it's a husband and a wife. Same thing. I mean, I don't ever get in my wife's car. Like, I I have no idea. I don't. I mean, you know, True. when I do get yeah. in it, you know, it's like, well, what's that noise? Well, I don't. Know. I, I don't know. I've, I've, <laughs> How long has it been making that noise? I don't know. Exactly. You know what I mean, exactly. You know, because been you know, there. what I pay attention to, she doesn't. So, right. I, at the end of the day, like, I think most listeners have to understand. Like, yeah, it may say seven thousand miles, but overall. You know, whether it's Mobile One, which most oils now are Dexos approved. I do run yes. some mm-hmm. products like, you know, most oils are Dexos approved. But listen, it's a cheap investment. You know, it, whether it's, like, yes. you know, if it's $180 in oil change or, you know, or if you want to do it with your kid over a weekend, it's going to cost you 50 bucks at, you know, your local right. Napa or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it's an overall cheap investment. I, I just think it's crazy that people are stretching those oil changes the way that they are. You yeah. Know? Um, it's just, it is. I mean, even um, if you look at it, it's a two hundred dollar oil change, and you do it do it three times a year. How 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 many times do you mm-hmm. have to do an oil change to get a motor? You know, that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of how yeah. we look at it. But you know, you, you sometimes sometimes it's just really difficult to have that to have that conversation with a customer, even though you want to so desperately and say, you know, this this oil change is really really important. Please do it for, with me today, so I know that your engine is going to be good for the next. You know. So, yeah, but even here again, though, like again, I mean, I'm not trying to kind of try to compare apples and apples. I mean, I, I have a plumbing business compared to a car business. I mean, people will willingly spend seventy to eighty thousand dollars every five years on a vehicle, but yet they'll they'll gripe <laughs> about a, an eight dollar flapper and then a yep. you know what I mean? Like it's just it's absolutely insane. People just rotate cars, and like you know, I listen to your conversation. Cars are not what they used to be. You know, no. I mean, a '57 Chevy, a '69 Camaro. I mean, we can go on and on and on. You know, some people will hold on some of these old cars and they'll last forever. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. It's just, it's crazy yeah. what cars cost and how much, how long the life expectancy really is to last. It's not very long, especially, again, running a plumbing fleet. You know, yeah. I have a vehicle. I mean, they don't last long. I mean, you spend forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 on a van and they only last you five years. It, it's just, yeah. it's just reality. It is what it is, you yeah. know, so. Um, and, but yours, but, yours uh, are, some, yours your your vans are like our lifts and our you know software it's like it always has to be updated and the lifts always have to be, be maintenance but that's the only way we're actually going to have a business you know sure. so, yeah. so sure. you you understand that using using your vehicle as a tool is the best way you're going to make money so exactly yeah, it. yeah. 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 Well, do you want to come work for me and tell everybody how about oil changes? <laughs> because yeah, well, I, I wish. Yeah, we, we, we could trade, you know. Yeah. The, 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 other, the other thing that, that, that always boggles my mind, and I, I'm going to go back to an instance that I had. I, I We got, my wife and I, a drunk driver hit our our, our house, basically. It ran, oh. ran through our house and, and hit both of our cars that were sitting in our driveway, oh, I mean, in, our, in our garage, right? So yeah. it is what it is. Um, you know, everyone was safe. Everyone was okay, you know, but... You know, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, every job I do, it gets inspected mm-hmm. by some sort of, by, by some sort, you know, sort of agency, whether it's a local yep. codes, you know, the city codes, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, I did my, you know, there's no one really there and they all say, it, you know, we can't really direct you which way to go. You know, the insurance adjuster comes out. I can't really tell you where to go. And you may ask him, well, who does this? Who does that? 
you know, but as, as a company such as yourself, I mean, you guys are on WEU and you guys have good ratings and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is your outlook in the future as far as saying, look, there's got to be some sort of standard that when a car leaves a shop, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, you, you're, your industry, too, probably has a lot of moonlighters, a lot of people mm-hmm. in the city that aren't following the rules. But, yeah. you know, do you think that there should be some sort of standard that says, okay, when this car, ABC, leaves this shop, it needs to be up to standard. Like when, you know, when, I mean, it's crazy to me that someone, and, and you know, and we can go to plumbing, you can go to electrical, but it's crazy to me that someone's going to sit in their driveway and put brakes on their car when that car is moving 80 miles an hour down the road and God hope that they know how to put brakes in their car. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, there's yeah. Gonna, okay. Is so, ca- sort of standard that, that's going to be out there that says, okay, we got to inspect this car to make sure it's up up to par. Yeah. Kyle, all of the above. <laughs> we 100 yeah. percent agree I, and I, I that is such a long answer that i don't even we would have to address that in a show and, and yeah and i thought about this a couple months ago and i thought you know really that would be something for the automotive mm-hmm. field to have mm-hmm. is somebody to sign off and say hey this is great yeah like right now we we self-police yeah self-police ourselves yeah. basically so when we set up our own checks and everything at our shop to try and do the absolute best we can. But, you know, and sometimes, like, you know, things slip through the cracks. And it's not because you're not paying attention. It's it's you're for whatever other reason. Yeah. And you just and I really, truly believe having somebody separate to come in, like a separate set of eyes to come in is a great idea. Yeah. But that's then. That's also Pennsylvania State Inspection items, too. So, um, But we, we really must, must, must get to a break. Uh, thank you so much, Kyle. I appreciate yeah. the call. And, and that'll be a whole other show. That'll be a whole other show. We'll be right back after these messages. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. And welcome back to Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley. Hi. Hi. Um, we were going to take a call from Alyssa, but... Uh, she hung and up. She hung up. So we, if we she wants her. to call back, we're going to actually go to Irene in Burnville. Hi, Irene. Hello. Hello. I have a question. You were. I know about the three thousand miles because that's what I. What happens if you only put a couple hundred miles on a vehicle a year? Do you think a year is still good to get the oil change? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The... That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was well, my opinion. My garage said I could wait. You know, because, and I said, just do it anyway. We Yeah, we always recommend a year or um, 5,000 miles. So um, there's a rationale behind the year, and I'll let Tommy take that because he does it better than I do. Yeah, so if you've ever seen, like, a, a metal pipe in the summertime that had cold water going through it, it sweats, you know, it gets little water droplets on and condensation, that same thing happens inside an engine. Like, as the engine warms up and cools down, it'll get those little water droplets on the inside, and it actually gets water in the oil. So that's why you want to do it, like, once a year. Unless it's in a climate-controlled con- garage right. to where the temperature's steady all the time, it's not going to do that. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I gave the right answer. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. Are you, Irene, are you the lady with the Mustang? Yes. How is that going? <laughs> I'm still thinking. Okay. Well, you know, you you as I said before, you're you have you have every right to do whatever you want with that vehicle. <laughs> so don't let anybody pressure you into anything. I would just I was make I was one I was making sure you're the same Irene. So yeah, I'm sure know which way I'm leaning. It's just I gotta find the right time. 
I understand, and that's a really that's a very personal as a very personal sale because you have such a history with that car. So you you know you'll know when the time is right. That's right. All right. Thank okay. you so much for the call, Irene. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye. So uh, we were talking about oil changes and all sorts of good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But the other thing that we like to look at, and I'll I'll use um, a, a story that I experienced it with you. I wanted to go buy a Fiesta, mm-hmm. a little Fiesta ST. And I, without telling you, I went and talked to the nice man at the Ford uh, mm-hmm. store. And, of course, I liked it. And the... Um, I came home and I told you what I did. And the very first thing you did was get online to see how much tires cost. Yes. I <laughs> and I was like, like, really? Tires? And, he's, well, and well, you're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I I'm gonna go look at what is the replacement cost of all this rep- of all the stuff that wears out. Right. Which so, makes complete sense. Yeah. So I wanted to know what tires are going to cost on this car. Yeah. I before mean. Before we, we bought it. I mean, knowing. We knew that the tires were not necessarily cheap. Um, but and we also knew that we would probably go through them relatively mm-hmm. quickly. However, that's a a not cold weather car, so I don't necessarily mm. drive it three hundred sixty days, five days a year. Yeah. So I don't go through tires as fast, but I'm still on my third set. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> third set and fifty thousand miles. Fifty five thousand. Oh, There's fifty five thousand. Oh, on okay. It. So, but but knowing that, kind of knowing that before you jump into the car. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the tires are soft, that they're going to wear a little faster, um, that the brakes are, are going to wear a little mm-hmm. faster because that it, because of the the composition of the brake pads mm-hmm. um, made for stopping well and easily um, is something that you just should know going into buying a vehicle. Yeah, it it allows you to budget better. It does. You know, if if you know what the tires cost, you know the replacement tires cost. It allows you to budget better for. Hey, you know what? I got these. I'm going to have to replace the tires on this car. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of know that. Oh, this is going to cost me about five hundred dollars every two and, two years yeah, or so. Yeah, every couple. Well, maybe they don't drive as aggressively as you. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that they need tires every other year. You know, if they drive, they drive normal. Well, they could last I, longer. I'm also very, and you know this. I'm also very particular about. I don't like. Oh, yeah. like I don't let my tires go down below four thirty seconds. Exactly. Now, someone would say to me, "Oh, four thirty seconds, they're fine." But to me, two thirty seconds fails Pennsylvania State inspection, mm-hmm. and I have scared myself a couple times. With the with tires that were getting low and they're a little older, and next thing I know, I'm doing the ah, on on the road and I'm yeah. feeling a little slippery. And yeah, they just don't funnel the water out anymore. Exactly, and you hit a, hit that puddle and it kind of skids. And it, it's funny you say that because my mom was in today. Yeah, she said that. And, that was so and funny. We she did said- an oil change on her car, and I, I had the guys do it in the shop, and it came back, and I went I went down. Went downstairs to check and see, you know, if it was done, and and they come back. I go down there, and and our one guy Casey that did it, he goes, "Hey, your mom's tires are about five thirty seconds of an inch. You're getting down there. You might want to start looking at, you know, thinking about replacing them soon." And mm-hmm. he said the back brakes are getting low. I said, "Okay, you know, next time she comes in, we'll get the back brakes." I thought five thirty seconds of of tires still pretty good yet. So I went up and talked to my mom and. And she goes, you know, I noticed recently going through the corners that 
like the car gets a little squirrely in the corners. She like, used in the, the slippery. word slippery. Yes, yeah, slippery. So they're, they're feeling a little slippery. And I and, thought, man, that's what I said, too, <laughs> so about my but, tires when they start getting low. Yeah, and, and I'm like, nowhere near the point where you they would fail inspection. No. But when you drive through a corner and it doesn't feel like it used to, mm-hmm. you get that feeling. You're like, oh, this doesn't feel right anymore. Right. So... That tire's about a little more than half worn, and we're mm-hmm. actually going to probably replace them the next time she comes in for the yeah. next oil change. Yeah, but you know, and they'll have a little bit more time on it. But she she does a lot of driving. She always has mm-hmm. grandkids in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, she wants to make sure that they're they're in the best way they can be. And and honestly, I'm the same way because I know they're expensive. But I have scared myself so many mm-hmm. times as a young as a young driver, not necessarily knowing that my tires weren't that great because you know, I didn't have these conversations with my dad, mm-hmm. you know, and he was the one who always took care of the cars. So not necessarily knowing how the, the the tires were performing, I've gotten myself into some not necessarily way to go, Ash, you know, situations where I should have been m- more diligent in my driving, but also the tires weren't that great. Yeah. So, you know, so as a, so as a teenager and as a young driver, you have these situations where you scare yourself and then that makes you understand how tires work. Yeah, yeah. You know, and how much you know they're the only thing on the car that touches, touches the, the road. road. That's right. Yeah. The yeah. only thing that keeps you on the road. Yeah. You know? So a good a good tires is well worth it. So even if you buy a car that's brand brand new, you're still going to have to pay for wear mm-hmm. maintenance items. Yeah. Now there are some vehicle manufacturers that will do like a maintenance plan. I know BMW, Mercedes, do now. Lexus, um I don't know if Jag does. Um Toyota uh, does some. Yep, Toyota does some. And, I think everybody's doing them now. But they'll sell the package. They don't just give it to you. They they'll sell yeah, you the package. Yeah. Well, some come with them now. I know Toyota, I think Toyota comes with 2 years oh, from two the years. factory, yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking everybody else is doing the you know the first two years of of maintenance free in a lot of manufacturers. Well, that's all well and good, but if you're paying a car for a car for six years, yeah, however long your 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 payment's going to be, you're going to eventually going to have to put brakes, tires, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some suspension components, at least windshield wipers, yep. you know, those kinds maybe of things. Maybe a bulb on, or two. Yeah, on on the car for the first while you're still paying for it. So while you're still paying for it, you still have to be able to do the maintenance on it. I mean, in six years, you could have 60,000 miles on that car yeah. easily. And oh, then, yeah. then you have, that's when you have to start doing transmission services. I mean, all that kind of maintenance. Yeah. If you're going to keep the car, yeah, you got you to do that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you and I are notorious for buying a car and just driving it forever, which is yeah. what I did with my Dodge. I mean, my, my yeah. <laughs> I love my Dodge. And Tommy said, I'm not putting a sticker on this thing nope, anymore. Nope, that was it. It did not pass inspection anymore. Didn't pass inspection. I said, please. It was, it was, nope. it was bad. It yeah. was the frame. It was rusty. Yeah, the frame through was really bad on that. But that car had 265,000 miles on it. Yeah. I mean, I I bought it with sixty six thousand on it, and I just drove it and drove it and drove it. And I loved it because it was low, low um, maintenance, low maintenance. And I mean, I we did engine work to it, but mm-hmm. it still it still did ex- exactly what it needed to do. Anyway, we're gonna take a really quick break. We're taking your calls six ten three seven four eight eight zero zero. Our eight hundred number eight 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 four zero one zero four five nine. Give us a call. We'll talk about your cars, and we'll see you in just a little bit. We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. 
And welcome back to Idle Talk here on 8.30 a.m. Yeah, we haven't done that for a while, 8.30 no, a.m. No, you like that. W, what is it? WBYN? Yep. What are the call? What are the numbers? 11.60. I love how he doesn't hardly remember our anniversary, but oh, he remembers yeah. 11.60. I hate it. <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> That's all right. Our first, She's our first like, wedding anniversary. You can't remember our anniversary, <laughs> but you can remember all this other Random stuff that doesn't things. matter. Yeah. You guys have been here, what, a month now? Yeah. How, do you think you can remember the phone numbers without looking at them? Three seven four eight eight zero zero, but not the eight 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 four zero one. Eight 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 four zero one five five four. No no no. No, he's trying to quiz wanna, us. I don't want to give zero four five zero four five nine. He's quizzing us. <laughs> I don't know the new one. The new eight 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 number. I had. I, I'm happy it's there too because I'm still. Yeah. Yeah. When I, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the regular number's all right. Six ten three seven four eight eight zero zero. That one's easy. Yeah. But, but the, the eight zero four five nine. Yeah. yeah. That one doesn't uh, I'll remember it eventually. Hey, I remember my driver's license number as as soon as I got it, I remember my driver's license my number. My dad's the same way. He really? remembers his too, yeah. Yeah. I, re- I remember getting it. I was so excited about driving because, I mean, I love cars, so I couldn't re- couldn't wait to drive, even though it took me three times to pass my test. We don't have to talk about that because I can't, couldn't parallel park. I was also terrified because of the, the, authority, the authority figure that was sitting next to me. You know, I was, you know, 16 <laughs> and nervous in a, in a stick shift sedan, you know, so there was that, too. Anyway, oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, so... Uh, Let's take a call from Rich in Warnersville. He's talking about oil changes on older vehicles. Hi, Rich. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. I recently uh, bought a 67 Corvette, and I'm questioning what oil, uh, because the car has not, it's only had put like 1,050 miles on it in the last 25 years. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, that, wow. Uh, and I've got a lot of things I want to look at this car before I put it on the road this summer. Oh, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of things I, I need to go over with it. And and the, one of the first things I want to do is change the oil, obviously. Okay. And since Fennec's not being around in 67, I'm, I just want to pick your brains. You know, what, what would you want to do to a car like this? It's a big block. It's a 427. 390 horsepower. So when changing oil on these older cars, um, a lot of the, see that we'll do a little history lesson too. Um, before catalytic converters, this car was built before they had catalytic converters. So a lot of the gasoline and oil back then had a lot of heavy metals in it. And that's where, you know, you got all those warnings for causes cancer and all that kind of stuff. But those old engines need that heavy metal like additives in the oil. So like the newer oils aren't good for them. They actually, yeah, they'll actually wear out like camshafts and actually cause a lot of damage. So there are additives that you can get to put into the oil or an oil to seek out. And I know, um, I give a plug here to Hyde Villa, and Hydeville Auto Parts, they, I believe they carry an oil uh, from, I think it's called Brad Penn. I think it's called, I'm trying to think here off he's top digging, of my he's head. Digging yeah, I'm digging deep here. You can see the here. smoke coming out but, of his ears, but, uh, but yeah. Um, I would get like a 1030 oil from them, and it has all those like heavy metals in it yet. Um, a lot of race cars 
use it like down at Maple Grove and somebody will probably call up and say, oh, yeah, this oil has the, has the additives in you need because somebody's going to know it off the top of their head better than me. I mean, me. you could always call Hydeville also and ask them, you know, f- specifically okay. yeah. for that. I appreciate that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, my son had said something to me about it. He's like, Dad, don't go out and try putting synthetic in that car. No. no. You do. Yeah. No. So how many miles are on this vehicle? It's 65,000, like 65 and change. 65, wow. 150, something like that. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's great. So, yeah. so what other kind of things are you thinking you want to do with it before you before you get it out there on the road? Well, it's the the brakes feel. I mean, it's got stainless steel calipers put on it, but they were put on it back in like '91, and the brakes feel spongy to me. Mm, mm-hmm. I've also got a 1970, and and my brakes are good compared to this '67. So I've got to get that looked at, and I guess I should really have the the brake fluid evacuated, right? I mean, before I do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It probably has water in it which can cause that kind of those kind of issues because um, we did uh we have a guy that brings us a 66 mustang that we work on pretty pretty often and we opened up the master cylinder the other year and it was nothing but rust and water in it he's like yeah the brakes don't feel good and we hadn't seen it in a couple of years mm-hmm. he goes yeah i want to get it back on the road and start driving it but the brakes don't feel right we open up the master cylinder and it's nothing but rust and water in it and that that's not good <laughs> are those the was that is that the drums all the way around on that on that unit or is that has disc in the front on it uh, with this i believe it's it's disc in the front okay so so it, they should it should feel more modern than having drums all the way around for sure. So yeah, you would yeah, know. Yeah, it's, you know de- it's that definitely a different feeling, and I'm glad that I, tra- you know, we trailered at home, obviously. But I'm oh yeah, glad we did. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, some other things that I would just be concerned with with a vehicle that old, um, and this is just from things that I've under- understood by being in the shop and just being a part of this the car world is a lot of rubber bushings. They'll go mm-hmm. bad because they're not moving around, you know, right. the, like hoses and like well, radiator hoses, that kind of stuff. Well, I, so a couple years back, I have a, I have a Mustang, a 93 and I blew the engine in it and, and it sat around for a little while. And I finally put the end, you know, fix the engine, put it back in and I was driving it. And it started bouncing really hard, and I got out of it. And here, one of the struts went bad mm. from just sitting. Just from sitting. And you, it was okay. And then you started driving it, and it started going bad. And it actually held the suspension down. It looked like one of those lowrider cars bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love that. Yeah. yeah. You know, part of the problem is the person I bought it from has a collection, right? And mm-hmm. it's. He's got, like, if I remember correctly when I was leaving, he's got, like, nine cars in his collection. And, uh, you know, I could see, you know, as much as this one was his baby, I could also see that, you know, how in the heck do you keep up with nine vehicles? I mean, I've got four at home, and I have a hard time doing it. Us, too. And they're not all collector cars. I've only got two, two really, that I would call a collector vehicle right uh, now. But, I mean, I I don't know how in the heck he, he is supposed to keep up maintenance on nine of them now. The other thing, I heard you talking about oil changes. He had this in a climate-controlled building, air conditioning. Mm-hmm. and That's good. And, he, and when you started talking about that, when it came to my house, it's in a cold garage. Mm-hmm. So 
I can really, uh, you know, that makes sense about getting the oil changed whether you're driving it or not. Yeah. Especially you'll need yeah. older, older vehicles. Yeah. Well, drive that, drive that sucker because that's what it's there for. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I don't want it to be a trailer queen, but at the same time, I mean, you know, it's an investment, right? I'm making mm-hmm. more money buying this car than sure. I have at the bank right now. So. Yeah, but you still need to enjoy it, you know, still need to yeah, enjoy absolutely. that kind of thing. A- a- absolutely. Yeah. I really appreciate the, the info. Thank hey, you yeah. so no much. problem, Rich. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we're going to go to a quick break, but we'll be taking your call, 610-374-8800 and our 800 number, 888-401-0459. We'll see you on the other side. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Hello, we're back. Hello. Idle, Idle Talk, Ashley and Tom. I always mess that up. You're so much smoother when you do it and then I do it. I get all like... Beer. <laughs> um, what's my name again? Yeah, exactly. Wait, where am I? What Hold am on. I doing? Hold on. It's Hold like, on. what? You don't have to be blonde to have a blonde moment, but right here. Thank you. I just want to say something so our listeners can hear because we were talking during the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling you about my issues with my car and, mm-hmm. and just the things that I need to do. But you guys really make me want to take care of my car. Yeah. Now that like I listen to you guys, I learned so much about so many different things, and and I just really love this show. And, and thank you. Thank, well, yeah. thank well, you for saying that. I appreciate that well, a lot. That, that's why we're here, though. We're here to educate people because yeah. no one knows anything. Not many people know anything about cars anymore. Yeah. They're kind of become a mystery. You and know, they're complicated. Back at, yeah, and they're complicated anymore. And and we're we're trying to explain it in something people can understand. Just and regular words. Yeah, regular words. Yeah. None of this jargon. Uh-huh. And and I'm, when I sit here and I kind of think a little bit, I'm like, how can I put this that somebody can understand? Mm-hmm. You, you guys do a great job at that, too. Thank you. Yeah. you I appreciate know, that. That's awesome. Yep. So we're going to talk to go to Randy in writing about brakes and tires. Randy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, I, I, I'm just wondering. I guess Tom doesn't like words like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I I much prefer a spoonful of sugar. That <laughs> makes medicine go down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Third into your honey and your uh, and, cappuccino. Yeah. Well, isn't the isn't the uh, fix for that? Um, isn't it lemon, honey, and a little bit of whiskey? <laughs> Isn't that the the in, in in reverse order? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, in reverse, uh, order. reverse order. That that fixes any cold. Well, well, that, well that's true. Yeah, My, after a couple of those, you don't even know you have a cold. That's, that's right. Because we right. <laughs> 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 care. Exactly. True. True. I, I was thinking actually maybe you get flustered because you're trying to find a pun in everything and. I know. I'm trying to be punny all the time. Punny. Get it? You see what I did there? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a whole list of blonde jokes I can share with you sometime. Okay. Well, I have them too, but um, some of them are a little <clears throat> not yeah. for, uh, you know, anyway. <laughs> some of them are, are more interesting because it's uh, it's not a put down, but it's a put up of blonde. <laughs> I get it. But, but you know, I'm going gray now, so I, I can't tell the blonde jokes very much anymore because I'm almost all silver. <laughs> I am. At, at least you're not purple. But, well, I uh, could be if I tried. I could go. I could do a purple yeah. rinse like Mrs. Slocum in uh, Are You Being Served? Yeah. I don't know if I, you've ever seen that movie, that show, but it's hysterical. I, I always heard jokes about the purple crowd at uh, like the uh, the Vegas shows, and I thought <laughs> it was just a joke. 
<laughs> we did a show out at uh, the River Edge, mm-hmm. and what, it was an afternoon matinee, and it was uh, some senior group came in, and I looked out, and oh my God, yes, they were purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's the purple rinse. Yeah, now and now. Uh, it seems to be the look for the twenty-year-olds. It is the, yeah. the gray, the silver-gray look for the twenty-year-olds. That's why I'm yeah, not really worried about everywhere. going. That's why I'm not worried about going silver you're, or white. You're, you're in fashion because now. I am like hip. I am <laughs> with it anyway. Do, do some streaks. Yeah, I have to do some purple streaks or some pink streaks. <laughs> Noel's dying. <laughs> Nearly spit out my wine. <laughs> yeah, almost, almost took out the board again. <laughs> That was funny. So what's your question about brakes and tires? Well, it's not a question. It's just a, a comment. I was uh, talking with my brother, and he's seen some interesting things, including situations with brakes where you were having problems and the brakes were fine. And it turned out that a hose deteriorated. Yes. Mm-hmm. Inside, where it, it looked fine outside, but it had deteriorated to the point where it was restricting the brakes. Mm-hmm. He said it's not common. But it is mm-hmm. something that to, to think about, and I'm thinking of even in a climate control environment, those hoses are going mm-hmm. to deteriorate. Yeah, they can. They'll pinch when, yeah. like they'll suck together when you when you go to hit the brakes, and everything looks okay on the outside, but when you feel the hose itself, it feels more. Well, sometimes they sometimes don't even okay. feel anything. It, that, that's the worst part. When there's nothing obviously wrong the only way to find out would be to scope it and Mm -hmm. is it worth the cost of having a garage scope the inside of the hose or just replace the hose so actually actually we went through this a couple weeks ago on uh on a vehicle uh this exact same type of scenario where we couldn't get a good brake pedal with it and and they actually make a tester a brake pressure tester that screws into the bleeder on them mm. and you can see how much pressure it's putting out. So like if, if it, a hose is restricted, when you press in the brake pedal, it'll, you'll see that the gauge won't go up as far as compared to like one at another corner. Now, if all four of them are bad, it's going to give yeah, you a you, false you reading false, at all four. A false but negative. A, having four hoses go bad at the same time is kind of, kind of rare yeah unusual but one for sure but our problem was actually in the abs module it was oh, actually I remember this one. Yeah, yeah. it was actually okay. bypassing the brake fluid inside the abs module and you could not get a good brake pedal out of it and it felt it, really it, weird too because yeah. you guys asked me to get in so you could so i put me <laughs> yeah, up so in the we air could test it and could test everything and that was really kind of a very strange sensation on the pedal because it would go it would be hard and then soft and then you'd take your foot off again and it would be soft and then it would go hard oh, so yeah, it was just it really was... fluctuated but yeah that definitely weird things with brake hoses yeah uh, i i have had situations with fading that you're braking solid at a stoplight and you can feel the pedal going down mm-hmm. there's no leaks the brakes are, are relatively new and what i was told by one mechanic is it sounds like the uh the master assist is fading, you know, it's starting mm-hmm. to, to wear and it's losing vacuum. Most of the time, you pump mm-hmm. the brakes, it comes right back up. What type of car? Uh, well, the, at that time, it was a diesel truck, and I'm having the same situation mm-hmm. with a, a gas pickup. Okay, so the diesel was probably a hydro boost system. A lot of a lot of times with a like a hydro boost system, they use the uh, 
they use the fluid from the um, power steering pump to actuate the power brakes on them. And a lot of those systems, you can push them to the floor because it'll just keep putting more and more force on uh, my pickups that way. And I can, if I'm sitting there at a stoplight, and I can practically put the pedal through the floor. Um, there's really nothing wrong with it. With the gas one, though, that being vacuum actuated, um, I'm going to say if it if it feels like if it was like it felt different before, like it felt better, and now it's not, it could be something like what I was just saying with the uh, fluid bypassing inside of the ABS unit. We don't see that real often, but I would say once every like two or three years we have one that we see that. Well, as I said, it's, it's solid, and if you're sitting at a long light, I mm-hmm. can feel it fade, and if I pump the brake, it, it comes right back up and stays there. Hmm. Yeah. Which kind of implies a, a loss of vacuum. Mm-hmm. The uh, I have another problem with the, one, one of the calipers keeps hanging up and wearing out the, the pads, but we can't find anything wrong. It has like a new new uh, brake hose on that side, and that's the only thing that hasn't been changed. Yeah, yeah, it's going to need a hose. I'd be, I'd be it's willing. Probably going to be in the next one. Yep. Mm-hmm. But something yep. I wanted to comment about the tires and uh, not feeling right. And a lot of times, people will blame the tires without realizing that your suspension goes hand in hand, including mm-hmm. the front end alignment. Very true. And mm-hmm. since we have such glass smooth roads around here, <laughs> amazingly good roads. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was just thinking with your mom's car, if maybe uh, it's not something you routinely think about is checking the alignment. Well, I, I have problems with mine, especially when the garage rotates the tires. Um, I can feel how the uh, the handling has changed. Mm-hmm. We and do trying to find a good front end alignment place. So, so it's funny you say about that. Because when we do inspections, we actually have we actually put a newer alignment rack in the other year, and we can do like a, a really quick check to see if they're in or out. And when they did a check this year, they said that my mom's is just out a little bit; the toe is out on it. So that's for anybody listening. That's the that's which way the tires are pointed. That's like your distance between your tires. So it's it's like. Uh, the difference between them being straight and straight ahead and one kind of turn. Yeah. Like the other (laughs) one being like wall-eyed out turned out a little bit. (laughs) So they actually, uh, Casey told me today, he goes, you know, Hey, you need a, you need a, uh, alignment on this too. And I said, well, we'll do the alignment when we do the tires. Yeah. So, but Randy, we're going to have to take a break. I appreciate the call and the input. It's always wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, We are taking your calls. We're getting close to the end. So maybe we can nab one more. Charles in Gildersville is going to, is up next. And uh, we'll be right back. We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. And welcome back to Idle Talk here on 830 AM WEU and 1160 WBYN. Tommy almost like gagged and yep. he was coughing and I was like, "Here's have some water." I, I, and he comes back I all need smooth. That cold He's red too. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying. Watery, I can I'm tell. trying. <laughs> I need a little bit of that uh, cold medicine from. Do you earlier. want a halls? I have a halls here. If you do want one, I I'll take have, one of those. You want one? <laughs> yeah, I got you. So we're going to talk to Charles in Gilbertsville selling cars without titles. Charles, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi. 
Okay, how you doing? I uh, had a couple of Ford Econolines in the 80s, and uh, uh, the last one I had it parked because it rusted out about eight years ago, so I threw, I, you know, I threw them for storage, used them for storage. Okay. I want to get rid of them. I don't have the titles. Can I sell them for junk without titles? Mm. Um, no. Not anymore. No. No more. But no more. you may yeah. be able to request um, another title from the state. Yeah, if you have I a, know, yeah. Yeah, you might have to get a duplicate title, or um, there's some places out there, I'm not sure who, I think they call them salvors, mm. um, they, can, they can get rid of them. So, like, in the mid-2000s, like uh, 2005, 2006, when everything was going great guns before the uh, the big crash. Um, the Great had, Recession. Yeah, the, the recession there. What, would ha- what was happening was the cost of steel was really high. And um, cars would break down alongside the highways, and there were tow- guys with tow trucks out there stealing cars and crushing them for scrap metal. Just and pick pe- them up. Just pick them up, and because the scrap metal places would take them without the titles. So to combat that, the state now requires that every car that gets scrapped has to have the title. Mm-hmm. And assigned. And yeah, you have to, like, prove all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So they changed all that stuff. It used to be years ago they'd be like, yep, no problem. Now they're like, we want to make sure you actually own this car before we scrap it. Right, yeah. The state of Pennsylvania is, obviously every state's a little different. But Pennsylvania, yes, you are unfortunately going to need a title for that. Uh, now, here's another question. They both have 351 Windsor engines in them. And somebody told me that they're fairly desirable, and I should try to shop them around just to mm-hmm. sell them for scrap. Do they have any market, the engines, or not? What year? Uh, one's in 83 and one's in 87. So they're both carbureted. Yeah. Mm, yeah, they'll be worth they'll be worth a little more. 85 is a bad year for them. Um, that was like a changeover year for some stuff internally in them. But, yeah, as long as it's not an 85, you could probably sell them for the 351 engine. They still turn over? Turn over? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd put it out there, just yeah. haul the whole thing away or just, you know. Yeah, or sell them the whole thing. Sell know, them the whole thing. Sell them the whole thing. Be yeah. like, here, now it's your problem. Engines, though. They're like, yeah, it's their problem. What, what do you think I should ask for them? What do you think I should ask for them? Do you have any oh. idea? Oh, gosh. Um, I have no idea. Well, if you took them out, would it be worth a little bit more? Mm, yeah, I'm not going to do that, though. Yeah, I don't no, know. It's not worth it to me. No, yeah. I mean, I would I would probably just shop around um, on, like, eBay and see what they were they they sold for. Kind of go that way. I'd, I'd maybe put them up for 500 bucks. You think? See, yeah, 500 bucks each. I mean, or that start, would be... Get a starting point with them. Yeah. Start a little higher. And you know, if nobody bites, lower the price a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you could always start at like six fifty and be like, "Yeah, I'll take five hundred. I'd be good with that." Uh, you know, I call I call one sandwich yard. He offered me eighty five dollars a piece. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was, I, uh, yeah, I think he must have. I think I saw the turnip truck or something. I don't know what he thought I did. Eighty five yeah. bucks a piece. I don't think well, so. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, yeah. Charles. Okay. Thanks right, a lot thank for your help. You. Bye bye. No now. problem. Bye. bye. bye.
All right. So we're coming up towards the end of the show. I don't, what are we going to talk about next week? Did we even have a chance? We haven't even. No, talked. we could continue this conversation. We could definitely. Maybe we will consider talking about buying new cars. Yeah. We haven't even talked about buying leasing versus buying, too, because yeah. that's a big. A lot of and people I, ask me that question. I really want to talk about these crazy expensive brakes that are on some of these cars. Yeah, we can definitely do that so for I'll, sure. I'll tease you out with that. It, a lot of times it's uh, more than a lot of. of uh, cars cost new these yeah. compact ones so yeah i don't know i'm looking forward to it. that'll be fun and of course we'll be taking your calls next week because yep. we'll be live yep. um so um i guess to finish out tonight i kind of don't know <laughs> we have people calling in but if we can't take your calls we're all done we only have like 30 seconds left so um but thank you so much for yep. everyone's thank call you. and thank you for listening and we'll see everybody next week or talk yep. to everybody next week when we'll talk about this topic again buying and versus leasing and all sorts of good stuff yep so thank you have a lovely 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 weekend thank you bye